The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. How dare you, little jabroni, come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown, and run your mouth about how you're the WWE champion and run your mouth about how you're the game. Well, The Rock says, if you are the game, then quite frankly, you need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says, The Rock says. Hello, and welcome to SmackDown Matters. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Miss Jade to the max. How are you, Miss Jade? Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'd like to thank you and Mo to the underscore Reese for that marathon episode of the WrestleCast, recapping everything that took place uh, during WrestleMania weekend. So I definitely appreciate you guys staying up late with me uh, last week and putting out that episode. Got some good feedback. People have been enjoying the banter between you and Mo. And, uh, it was a great time. Yeah, and, and the review as well. So uh, if you haven't checked it out and you're listening to this podcast, what are you doing? Go back and listen to our WrestleMania recap. Um, here, we're here to talk about SmackDown Matters here on the CSPN. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. You can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. And SmackDown Matters will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. So we're coming off of WrestleMania. Uh, Roman Reigns has directed us to watch SmackDown because he has his, uh, his he's going to give us his roadmap for what's next. But before we get out there, Kayla Braxton starts to show. She brings out Ronda Rousey for a promo. We look at Charlotte tapping out at WrestleMania, but winning anyway, thanks to the referee being down. Ronda Rousey says that her mom taught her that things don't always work out, but she had Charlotte beaten. Now Rousey wants a rematch. But she doesn't want Charlotte to have any way to escape or any way uh, out of it. So she wants an I quit match. Charlotte pops up on the Titan Tron. She laughs and she's like, Charlotte Flair doesn't quit. But one thing Charlotte Flair does do, and that's winning. Uh, she thinks the baddest <laughs> woman on the planet deal is a myth. So the match isn't on. Rousey says that the match is going to take place and Charlotte is going to scream. I quit. I want them to stop giving Rhonda the microphone. <laughs> she needs a mouthpiece. Her bars do not hit at all. If she hadn't beat her up, well, maybe if she goes heel when they do the heel turn. But I was going to say, Sonya Deville probably would have been the person to take that role for her. To be her like, like Paul Heyman. Yeah, she needs a mouthpiece because... Did she like she why she don't be at home practicing her promos? I think that Rhonda is miscast. I think that naturally Rhonda is a heel. Um, but WWE doesn't want her in that light, so they're trying to make her a babyface, and I just don't think that's just not her it's natural not it's not her natural vibe. I mean, she walks out there, she's trying to smile, she's trying to 
be, you know, likable, but I don't think that's really her. I think that she's really a heel, and I think if they let her go in that persona, it'll probably be her, I think her speaking and her promos will probably hit much better because then it'll be more her natural self taking over instead of this caricature that she does every week, having to recite those lines and remember this and remember that. Yeah. I don't know. The the baby face ain't working for her. <laughs> oh, I meant to tell you this on the dark match, but I guess I'll wait to the end of the show. It just popped into my mind right quick. Now I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> uh, so we recap New Day losing to Ridge Holland and Sheamus at WrestleMania in a minute and 40 seconds. Uh, Sheamus and Ridge Holland are backstage with Butch and they tell him to take Xavier Woods apart like a chew toy. Uh, further emphasizing that Butch is modeled after the Scrappy Doo character. Uh, they all dress like they should be, like they're extras in Oliver Twist. <laughs> well, you like know, like the suspenders, the the tank top, the hats. You know, and the accents. Vince has a very nineteen eighties, nineteen seventies view of the world, so. For 1970s yeah. and 80s, yeah, British people probably did dress like that. But in 2022, I that looks more like a caricature for a British person. May I have some more, sir? Please, sir. <laughs> so we have Butch. I really don't like calling him that. Pete Dunn versus Xavier Woods. Thank you. Xavier Woods gets X-plexed onto the apron. We take a break and we come back with Xavier Woods fighting off the mat and hammering away on the apron. Pete Dunn cuts him off with the forearm, but Xavier Woods rolls him up into the small package and gets the win. Uh, we're not doing King Woods no more. He ain't got the crown. He ain't got the scepter. They just disrespecting him. No King Woods, no New Day. Like, I don't like these new changes. Yeah. I was, just, I was like, well, what happened to the King? I thought we was doing that. He worked so hard to get the damn thing back as an event wins it and now he ain't even coming out with the the crown and the scepter or nothing. Mm, mm, mm. But Zelina's still coming out with her stuff. Yeah, this is Rude. true. This is true. Uh Sami Zayn goes on a rant to Adam Pierce about being treated like a loser after his match with Johnny Knoxville. Uh he has even been sent cheese because of the mousetrap. Sami Zayn wants to match with the next person to walk out of the men's locker room. And out walks Drew McIntyre. Sammy's like, okay, okay, the next person to walk out of the <laughs> locker room. But Adam Pierce makes the match with Drew for tonight. Sammy says he needs time to think about it and leaves. Stagehand then comes in to hand Adam Pierce a note with Pierce saying to tell the sender that he can't meet with her right now. Then we have... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying... Mm. Then we have Ludwig Kaiser. Who is that, you may ask? Uh, oh, it's only Marcel <laughs> Barthel from Imperium. Yeah. He's introduced. So they broke up Imperium. I don't know what the hell they're doing. And changed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They don't know either. They're just testing stuff out. Yeah, I think that's what they're doing. Uh, so uh, he introduces the debuting Walter. Uh, so... Walter versus Joe Alonzo. Walter chops him into the corner and then stands on his throat. The big boot sets up more chops and then the power bomb gets the win. 
impressive debut. He was fighting a, uh, that was a local jobber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, those matches like that, they're still valuable because gives everybody an introduction to Walter, lets him, mm-hmm. you know, do his big stuff, get the people familiar with what he's with what he's all about. So there's definitely a lot of mileage you can get from squash matches. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Um, he looked like he was dressed to debut on Monday Night Raw, though. All that red he had on. He look. They probably told him you come into Raw, but then switch flipped the script on him at the last minute. He didn't have time <laughs> to get new ring gear. Raquel Rodriguez, aka Raquel Gonzalez, of NXT fame. Says you haven't seen anyone like her. The Los Lotharios come up to her to hit on her, but she says not a chance. And uh, she asks if those two guys are always that annoying, and Kayla Braxton agrees. Hey, they are not <laughs> annoying. They are Latin lovers. <laughs> um. So, yeah, you put the titles on Raquel and. Dakota Kai, and then the next week you have Raquel on the main roster. What is going on here? And why again? Again, anymore? Yeah, we're gonna get. You're gonna win the championships. Oh, by the way, two days later you're gonna drop them, just like they did the first time they won. <laughs> Dropped them the same night. The right. disrespect. Right. Right. To Dakota Kai only, because Raquel Gonzalez is a Trump supporter. So. Maybe they'll have Raquel doing double duty for a little minute where she's on Raw and NXT. Or excuse me, SmackDown and And why NXT. are they bringing up new women to to the roster when we ain't seen Asuka in about a year? Your guess is as good as mine on this Asuka thing. I thought she would have came back in the Royal Rumble. Didn't happen. I thought she would have came back night after Mania. Didn't happen. So, I don't know. Like, stop giving us Rhonda and Charlotte. Give me Oscar. Or maybe she'll come back on Raw and face Binky. Mm, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Um, It's time for Happy Talk with Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss. But Corbin isn't happy. The fact that some of the balloons are messed up and they appear to say co-rats uh, makes it even worse. Corbin, he's had a moment. You know, he's had just a bad week. Lost to Drew. Oh, are we getting broke and downtrodden Corbin back? I don't know about that. Uh, Corbin had an honest conversation with himself on his yacht this week, and he has come to a realization: everything is all Madcap Moss's fault. Moss is really sorry, but Corbin doesn't want to hear about Moss's feelings. Somehow, Moss made WrestleMania weekend all about himself with the battle royal win. Corbin thinks Moss has forgotten his place, which is to tell him jokes. Moss asks, "What?" what you call him when he calls Corbin a match. Madcap loss. Corbin's like, that's terrible. Tell me another one. The second joke bombs too, which doesn't have Moss looking very happy. Corbin gives him one more chance to tell a joke like Moss's job depends on it. Moss says, what you what do you call a guy who treats his friend like garbage and, and is dressed like he's going to a funeral for Tommy Bahama? You call him Happy Corbin. Well, that's enough to start. Not a Tommy Bahama funeral. <laughs> yeah, that's enough to start a fight. 
with Mad Cat Moss getting the better of things and knocking Corbin to the floor. And Mad Cat Moss even stomps on the derby, or the fedora rather, that uh, that Happy Corbin had on. Rude. Um, <laughs> they could have did that on main event. They didn't have to spend SmackDown time doing that. Actually, it could have been like a talking smack exclusive. It didn't have to be. <laughs> they wasted 10 minutes doing that. Got a got a got a show to got got time to feel so. I guess. Jinder Mahal, he rants to Adam Pearce about wanting an intercontinental title shot. When Ronda Rousey comes in to ask her about her I Quit match, he says she'll get an answer by tomorrow. Mm. Non-committed. I hope I. So Ronda's contract must be running out if she quits. <laughs> I don't know how long Rhonda has the contract for right now. Uh, how long uh, she's going to be in the uh, in the company this time. Hmm. I don't know if it's, you know, six months, eight months, a year. I don't know what she's going to do. Brock's contract must have been only six months. Yeah. Well, you got to think, though. Brock made a lot of appearances between... Um, you right Brock on vacation like Chris like uh, the descent from December to April Brock was on TV a lot yeah cutting his own promos that man was working <laughs> it's on TV a lot more than the previous step where he was like hardly there and just showed up for the go home shows and the pay-per-views you right uh, Sami Zayn versus Drew McIntyre. McIntyre sends him flying with suplex, followed by some uh, people like dropped him on the announcer's table a couple of times. Sami teases walking out, but gets taken down from behind. The Claymore is loaded up, but this time Sami makes it to the outside and he leaves out through the crowd, which leads to Drew McIntyre getting the win by countout. I don't like the way they've been disrespecting Sami. Well. I guess that's what happens when you sign that new contract. I guess. <laughs> we look back at Pat McAfee, Austin Theory, Vince McMahon, and Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Uh, and then we get the first chapter of the Lacey Evans story talking about how her dad was abusive and uh, ran uh, her mom and the kids away. Uh, she said that they you know, packed up their stuff and they lived in campgrounds all their life. And she worked hard to get here. She's a mom, a sister, and a United States Marine. It doesn't make her better than anyone, but they're not better than her either. So no more lady, Southern Belle accents, Lacey Evans? I mean, she always going to have the accent because she's from Georgia. So that ain't going right. to go anywhere. But yeah, it doesn't but look It like was she, very exaggerated. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like she's playing the Lady Liberty character from Glow anymore. Okay. Um, Lacey yeah. Evans is a baby face. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. I'm still not feeling it. Yeah, she's not one of those people that people were just dying to have come back, you know? At all. Like, it's going to be hard for them, and I don't know, but she's got the range to make it happen. 
when Bailey comes back, it's going to be hard for them to make her a heel again. Everybody's going to want her to be, a, you know, they're going to cheer and they're going to be happy to see her and, and they're going to, you know, they're going to be. No, I like, I, I, I like, uh, I like heel Bailey. She's yeah. the best, especially when she be talking trash about Michael Cole. Yeah, but like I said, she has the the depth where she can figure out a way to, to, to turn the folks back against her. Um, if that's the position they put her uh, back in when she comes back. Um, that leads us to Sasha Banks versus Liv Morgan. Sasha Banks catches her with a knee on the top and then hits a superplex. But Morgan grabs her legs and turns it into a small package for the win. So Liv Morgan gets the win over Sasha Banks uh, right before they have a tag team title match on Raw this Monday. Mm. I guess we'll see what happens. Look, all I know is the Boston Globe better leave Raw with the tag team championships. They already booking the tag team champions the same way they have been booking them, like splitting them up, having them wrestle, and then lose. Like, ugh, I hate it. It's a mess. It's the worst. Like, how come you couldn't? You showed Natalia and Shayna Baszler in the back. How come you couldn't just have them come in or do a run-in? And right. then that way, you don't have to pin Sasha Banks. I mean, it sucks to see champions losing these matches. That's the reason why I'd much rather them have squash matches if they want to do something. Because Liv Morgan could have just beat up somebody and got the momentum heading into the Monday Night Raw match. But no, it had to be Sasha Banks. And so you make your champions look Ugh, just not important. Yeah. I don't I don't like it. After that big WrestleMania moment. Right, right. Uh now it's time for our main event segment of the evening. Uh it is the bloodline coming out for a promo. Roman talks about winning the WWE title from Raw, and that doesn't leave him much to do. He says that there's a lot for the bloodline to do there to do though, which is why he wants the Usos to go to Raw and bring him the Raw tag team titles so they can be. I must have too. ESP or something because I knew he was gonna say that. I was like, Roman's done it all. It's time for the Uso. It was either go get the Raw tag team championships or both of them go after singles titles, mm-hmm. which would be the US championship and the Intercontinental Championship. I'm a psychic. <laughs> um so, you know, he talks about how he looked at his two belts and then he saw his cousins. They only had one and he's like, you know, they 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 need some more. So he wants them to go get those raw tag team titles. And then that's when Shinsuke Nakamura comes out to interrupt. Shinsuke uh, is about to, I guess, challenge Roman, but Roman puts his hand on the microphone. Reigns gets that Nakamura needs something to do after losing his partner, Rick. So he'll show some bloodline love to Nakamura. This means a hug. Nakamura was so confused. This means he gives Nakamura a hug. And then when Roman lets him go, the Usos step up and give Nakamura a double super kick. Lay him out. And that's how we end the show. That's too bad. Well, Nakamura. That's what he get for disrupting. Uh, um, unfortunately, uh, this has to take place because Rick Boogs is is uh, going to be out for a quite 
considerable amount of time. Um, mm-hmm. Torn patella tendon, torn quad. Um, that's going to be at least a year, probably a little bit more. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be some very difficult rehab, especially with a guy uh, that muscular. I'm sure it's going to be a, a little bit more difficult um, rehabbing uh, to get back. But hopefully um, he comes back better than ever. And the people won't have forgotten about him by the time it's time for him to come back because so much happens in WWE in a year. Yeah. And the people were loving him. Pat, Pat McAfee, loved, we all loved Rick Boogs. Yeah. Um, he's out there doing his uh, best Freddie Mercury impression. Yeah. See, does. that's why I'm saying people always want to talk smack to my wrestling is fake. Them injuries are very real. Oh, yes, they are. Big E, broken neck. Very, very real. And that could have went much worse. Yeah. Thankfully, it did not. Yeah, luckily, he had the Sabu broken neck, which is, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you ever saw that match where he got tossed by Benoit and fell out of the ring and broke his neck. Uh, Luckily, he didn't have the Draws broken neck, which could have been, you know, paralysis and and life-changing i mean this right here is going to be life-changing because that c1 vertebrae Mm -hmm. they said is a very difficult vertebrae to heal and so he he may heal completely but he might not be able to wrestle just because he Mm -hmm. uh, because of that vertebrae so um, is that the same type of neck injury that daniel brandon edge had I don't think so. I think they had. I think they had. It's a lot of broken or neck injury. Yeah, I think they had a little bit lower, um, um, things, and I think that theirs was just more of, you know, degeneration of the bones and not necessarily Mm -hmm. a fracture per se. But um, yeah. So just uh, you know, like you said, the injuries are very real, and. It's amazing with the risk that these guys take nowadays that we don't mm-hmm. see more injuries. Um, you know, just I think uh, Randy Orton was talking about that not too long ago on a podcast about the NXT, some of the NXT talent not protecting their opponents. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know what they're doing down in NXT, but. Don't be coming up to the main roster and hurting our favorites. <laughs> Looking at you, Ridge Holland. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, Grayson Waller took his own self out last week. They just be down there just doing anything. Yeah, yeah. You knew Grayson Waller was going to do something reckless. I didn't know it was going to be that reckless, but yeah. Okay, this kind of Grayson Waller being reckless kind of leads me into my into the thing I had to tell you. Um, so last night we had a Bon Jovi concert at the uh, arena. Oh, and so I'm, uh, I mean, it is crowded. It is like you know, and I'm kind of like positioned, kind of like at this confluence of like it's this Bon Jovi VIP experience. There's like a liquor stand, a beer stand, and then the merchandise is like all in this little condensed area. So it's like mad people in this area, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like walking to like go check on one of my suites. And as I'm walking, 
I see a familiar face in this crowd. Jeff Hardy, Brother Nero. Really? Yes. With his, uh, he's got like his hoodie up or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? Like he was coming right towards me. I was like, that's Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And then, um, he is from North Carolina. Right. So then, um, so, you know, I told a couple of people, I was like, man, I just passed Jeff Hardy in the hallway or whatever. So one of my buddies I talked to calls me uh, after the events over and everything. And he's like, yo, guess what, man? I was like, what's going on? He was like, they had to kick your boy out. I was like, who? It was like, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> it's like, he was so drunk. He couldn't even stand up. He couldn't talk. I was oh, like, man. oh, no, man. Jeff. I was like, yeah, he might have been on something a little bit more than than that. But, yeah, so. Dang, Jeff. I hope he enjoyed he the part of the show that he, on the that he saw. Is he on the wagon or off the wagon this time? Well, if he was drunk. I don't know. Hopefully he was just drunk and, you know, that's all there was to it. But, um, you know, with his, his, his prior history, it's, you know, you can never rule anything else out. But yeah, Yeah. so yeah, he was at the Bon Jovi concert last night. I don't know how much of it he got to see, but hopefully he enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jeff. Um, Glad the Hardy Boys are back together again. Yeah, um, I didn't get to see uh, Dynamite this past week. I didn't catch up. I didn't. I need to catch up on. I started it and didn't make it to the end. I need to check out that Young Bucks uh, FTR match, which FTR won, thankfully. Oh, they beefing now. As you can see, I'm a little behind. On, yeah, on the yeah. Dynamite podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some catching up to do with Miss Simi. Uh, this week. Did Warlow wear a suit this week? That's all I care about. I don't know. I didn't know if War I don't even know if Warlow was on the show this week. Like I said, I haven't I haven't watched the whole entire episode. I wonder if he can she fight. But yeah, so we gotta catch up with Miss Simi. She went to Vegas uh to see BTS. Uh, oh snap. Yeah, so we'll catch up with all things Miss Simi and Vegas and BTS and then we'll talk a little bit of NXT and uh and uh, AEW. Oh, we'll 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 leave him with this note though, so he can take another victory lap because you know he likes to do those things. Mo mm-hmm. to the underscore Reese reported on the WrestleCast that uh, MSK may not be long in WWE as a team due to domestic violence and um, mm-hmm. just some awful behavior from Wesley. Well, that was on Tuesday night late, and Wednesday afternoon, WWE made the announcement that they were releasing Wesley, MSK would be giving up the tag team titles, and so grand opening, grand closing on MSK. Wait, they released in Wesley? No, I thought it was Nash Carter. No, Nash Carter is the black guy. Oh, Wesley okay, is see, the white always, guy. Always, <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> yes, I've so, been confused for two years. Okay. So, so if um, if you guys didn't listen to the uh, Wrestlecast, uh, Kimberly is Wesley's wife. She's also a professional wrestler, and apparently, uh, she uh, had been sitting on this incident for quite a while. And uh, basically, uh, Wesley got drunk one night and, you know, just was abusive and ended up like splitting her lip. And 
um, you know, just being an awful human to her. And she finally released the photos and and some other stories about his uh, discouraging remarks about the LB, you know, community, LB mm-hmm. community and so forth. And some pictures of him dressing up like Hitler and all this stuff. So, yeah, WWE did some quick damage control and got him up out of the paint. Was she, um, are they in the process of getting divorced or something, or was she just yeah, I think fired? So. Oh, okay. I, I would think so. Um, I'm not really sure about all of the, the drama and in, in the in their actual day to day lives right now, currently, but yeah, she put up that that post, and um, you know, Mo told us to be on the lookout that something could be happening Dang. with them really fast and yeah it was really fast like they didn't even move this fast on um velveteen Velveteen. Dream or austin theory <laughs> at least Dang, they was Auntie like betty's nephews are no more will and i just know nash carter is not gonna get the push that he deserves uh they might want to try to make that run at trey miguel again but i think he might be uh under a multi-year contract so that would be some tampering that they would have to go through. But yeah, there was originally three of them and only okay. two of them came and the other one, Trey Miguel, he stayed Sorry. back and impact. Well, they might want to see if they can work out something with impact and get him over to NXT. But yeah, so we're going to have a, a tournament uh, for the tag team championships now. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, everybody who works at NXT just loves that having that amount of wait. extra work that they're going to have to Wait, Wesley was the brother? No, I don't think so. Wesley, I think, is the white guy. No. No, for real? Nash Carter is the white dude. That's oh. the one that got released. See, okay, I was Nash right. Carter. Don okay. was confused, everybody, not me. <laughs> so, Wesley is not going to get, I think the Kimberly thing kind of might have threw. Okay. No, Nash Carter is the one Okay, so Nas got released. Wes is still here. Either way, MSK got to give up the belts. They're no longer a team. And uh, we're going to have some some new stuff happening on NXT coming up. Uh, Joe Gacy is a got a death wish. He kidnapped Rick Steiner. And um, so Braun Breaker is going to decapitate him eventually. He got him up out the uh, NXT parking lot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they had them in some like dangerous shark out tank. there. Yeah, it's always been dangerous out there. Ever since Hideo Itami caught the beats, and we still don't know who did it to him. Mm, mm, mm. That's exactly what Kevin Owens said when he walked past the camera. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Hideo Itami's laying in the parking Kevin lot. Owens money well spent. Laying in a parking lot, about dead. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably the greatest mystery in professional wrestling that's gone unsolved is who attacked today on Tommy. We never got to pay off. Um, we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. We'll never know. But this time, Miss J. Cinemax, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous. Shout out to Mo and Don. This past week, we had a great time on the Tuesday night recording of the podcast. Shout out to everyone who listens to us each and every week and interacts with us. Ms. Didi Jonay, who she and I have been chit-chatting about the Archer of Infamy this week. Getting finer. 
And also like to shout out my trainer who I'm looking at my workout today. Wish me luck, guys. Wish me luck. <laughs> well, thank you once again, Ms. Jade Cinemax, for joining me here on SmackDown Matters. Thanks to Mo to the underscore Reese. Uh, thanks to Dwayne. Uh, we just recorded a new episode of Know the Score, so check that out for all you sports fans out there. Um, he does his he makes his victory lap on Kansas winning the national championship. So congrats to him again. Uh, shout out to Miss Simi. Hopefully she had a safe trip and had a good time out in Vegas. Can't wait to catch up with her. Shout out to Miss Didi Jonay and Classic and Greg and Sam. Shout out to Black Marvel, Kyle Wren, Black Howling. Shout out to Miss V and Jupiter Julep and Madame Lizette, Queen Mel Mindy. Um Miss Laura Singh and all the members of the globe. We definitely appreciate you guys uh, supporting the podcast. Join us each and every week on Friday nights in our spaces and, and on our live tweets by using the hashtag Smackdown Matters to share your commentary with color with us each and every Friday night. Uh, like I said, become a patron over on the dark match side of things. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Check out me and Miss Simi reviewing AEW Dynamite before and after conversations before we record these podcasts. Can also be found up there. Uh, so lots of good content over on our Patreon feed. Um, we're going to be back reviewing Monday Night Raw, me and Mo this week. So check us out on uh when that episode new episode drops and we'll see uh what cody rhodes is up to this week as he's going to wrestle the miz in his first match on monday night raw in six years people were highly upset that it's going to be the miz (laughs) put some respect on the miz's name (laughs) highly upset that it's the miz but you know the miz is going to be a hall of famer and people are going to lose their mind again once that is announced he's uh, already a hall of famer yeah, he's a he's a two-time grand slam champion rude rude <laughs> rude so for my co-host miss jay to the max i'm your host don delorente and this has been smackdown matters please stay tuned for the parting promo hey y'all y'all in I want to share something private that me and my wise men discussed rather frequently it pains me to say this but Smackdown in the Universal Championship it wasn't enough so I went to Wrestlemania and I smashed Cowboy Brock and I took Monday Night Raw and I took the WWE Championship. That's our champion. So when we're talking about what's the next step for the Tribal Chief, really think I can do much more. I done did it all, you know? But there's still plenty left for the bloodline to achieve, you see. 
This week there are so many videos, so many historical pictures that were taken of the bloodline and, and I couldn't help but to keep seeing one thing. I saw my two titles, but the only thing that I really saw was my cousins only have two titles. Hear me out. I'm just one man with two titles. Clearly there are two men with two titles. And that's not enough. You see, Jay, what did I tell you a long time ago? I said we was gonna elevate you to heights that you never knew. I, I told you we was gonna lift you up. We was gonna show you greatness. And there's only one way to do that. It's time that we unify the tag team championships as well. I want y'all to go to Raw and I want y'all to bring me those Raw tag team championships. I want you to go and get those for yourselves because when you get them for yourselves, you won't get it for our bloodline, you understand? Is that a deal? Well, there you have it. The bloodline's gonna have all the gold soon. to say nothing. Your tribal chief understands how you feel, Shin. You see, Shin lost his partner. You know the guy, Rick. Oops. And I get that. Jay, you understand that, right? We, we, we lost Jimmy to a knee injury for well over a year. I'm a loving and compassionate tribal chief. I completely understand where you're coming from. And, and, and since we have all the gold now, the island of relevancy, this is a place of love, man. Oh. So please, let me help you. Let me give you some of this bloodline love, come on.